Hi folks, Dr. Christine here again, and today I'm with a special guest, Sheila Kelly. Hi Sheila, good to have you here. Hi Christine, so wonderful to see you. Thank you. Sheila is a sweetheart and she is a spiritual coach. And she also, we were talking about COVID-19 and she shared an insight that I love. Sheila, say it again. You said you were watching people for your whole life. Yeah, I've always been an observer of, of people. It's part of being an introvert. I think we kind of uh, uh, sit back and, and observe. And thankfully, I've been able to parlay that curiosity about life and about people into um, a coaching career, helping people explore their different intelligences, including um, emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence. So yes, Dr. Christine and I were just having a, a, a friendly conversation about COVID and she shared that COVID is, is leading to a lot of um, depression and even suicide or at least suicidal thoughts. And I shared her, my observation from, from you know, being on social media and that sort of thing that COVID seems to exasperate or strengthen however we live our lives in that how we approach COVID, I think, is a reflection of how we kind of approach life in general. So that if I'm a person who is an observer, as I am, uh, I'm still an observer of, of what's going on. But if somebody is prone to uh, anxiety and depression, through no fault of their own sometimes, um, I think it, COVID actually exasperates that. And um, yeah, so I, I, I'm not sure how well, helpful that is. Great thought. Basically, people have coping mechanisms from their childhood and earlier life. And what you're saying, when I understand it right, is that nowadays people that tend to be anxious are getting more anxious. People that tend to be depressed, getting more depressed. People yes. that are stressed before are getting even more stressed out and that causes all kinds of diseases, including getting even sicker with COVID. Yes, that's, that's exactly what I, what I perceive as going on. And, you know, I guess the question is, if we understand that, how, how can that be helpful for people as they, as they move forward? And does that recognition help? Is it helpful to understand that? That is uh, a very good question. What's your answer to that? Well, I believe the first uh, part of transformation is understanding. So when we begin to understand that uh, not everybody copes with a situation the same way, then we can begin to, again, maybe be more observant about how do other people cope? Get curious about how come other people aren't getting depressed or angry or upset or even suicidal? What, what are they doing? What's their mindset? Because I think you and I, Christine, could agree that 99.9% that that of it is mindset. What are the thoughts that are contributing to uh, how I'm how I'm feeling? Because there's a strong connection between thinking and feeling. Now let me ask you. I, I totally agree that our thoughts are very very important. 
do you think that the people that are really anxious with COVID are afraid of life generally and maybe afraid to die and COVID confronts people with their mortality like any disease really like life itself I always say life has a mortality of 100 yeah. percent it's time to think about it and that's a good thing to think about your death when you are still alive so you can have your best life live your best life well I think there's certainly an aspect of that because we death is such an, a taboo subject in our culture and it's 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 like people are shocked when somebody in their 80s I'm in my 70s so there's there's no judgment attached to this but you know it's like oh I'm shocked, you know, somebody in their 80s died. Well, it's a natural progression of life. But I think, I think it's, for me, it's a, it's a little, that can be part of it. But it's also that we tend to look outside ourselves for reasons to feel the way that we feel. It's, it's a way to justify um, my feelings, to look outside myself, rather than looking within and saying, you know, my spiritual path is a course of miracles. So as an observer, I can say, I can see peace instead of this, instead of feeling anxious about this, I can, I can perceive it differently. So instead of, of using uh, anything, including COVID as a reason to feel a certain way, we can actually switch our thinking and begin to understand that my anxiety is maybe not even related to COVID maybe it's something else as you said maybe it's related to the fear of death or maybe i'm just a, a fearful person um that is a really interesting thought so it is important that people when i understand you right they tend to look outside of their self and look for an excuse to feel the way they are programmed to feel by their thoughts like the media oh my god everybody's afraid there's another case whether they're healthy or not doesn't matter and and then they are confirmed in what they already feel and you suggest if i get that right instead of looking within yourself and thinking about how can i cope better to yes take the precautions i need to do to keep myself and my loved ones safe Absolutely. But not be overly anxious. So I stop functioning and even suppress my immune system by all the stress that gets created by anxiety and the news and watching the news all day. And that, that makes you more susceptible to actually get really sick with COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you suggest people it's best to do for people to actually calm themselves down? Because besides havening, of course, what I love to do, but <laughs> what do you suggest what they can do? Well, there's, there's, I know what I do is one of the things I do is uh, focus on my breathing. But before I, before I share that with you, I'd, I'd like to say that this, this idea of anxiety is, is something that I'm very familiar with. Uh, I spent most of my life uh, waking up in the morning with my hands clenched in a fist because of the anxiety I felt about kind of being in the world and having to go out into the world. 
because as a as a, an introverted child, my preference would be to stay in the house. <laughs> so I learned to go out into the world, but it created a lot of anxiety within me. And one of the reasons, one of the lessons I learned, and you know, there's a story behind it, and I won't go into the story, but one of the lessons I learned that I was that I was giving my power to other people and other things. And I was letting everyone impact how I felt. Uh, if somebody looked at me the wrong way or if somebody said the wrong thing, it was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get back at them or, or I'm going to cry, you know, as an introvert, I would cry. And so I, I gave my power to everyone and everything. So, um, you know, it's like taking back your power and owning that I have some control over this. I, even Viktor Frankl, who I would guess you're familiar with, uh, that was his big lesson in being imprisoned. At, uh, in the Holocaust. He during the Holocaust, he was, he was Jewish and he was, he was sent concentration to, camps. to yeah, a concentration a camp. And he said um, the only control he had was over how he felt. And that's not the exact quote, but that was a gist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love him. I mean, Man's Search for Meaning is a classic. And I was fortunate when I was a, a medical student in Ulm. Yes. He had just had uh, gotten a Nobel Prize and had a talk in our university. And I, as a young girl, didn't know how famous he was. I just went there and it was a fascinating talk. I hardly remember it because at that point I wasn't aware how important his message is. Now I am. I wish yes. I had paid better attention, but hey. Yes, yes. It was in yes. the 70s. Oh my God, I'm getting up there too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in the same club when it comes to aging, but uh, yeah, so again, uh, these messages are part of our history, yeah. and you know, Nelson Mandela was the same when he got out of prison in South Africa. He's, he basically said he would not give his power to, to, to the prison itself. So we have tremendous power and the power comes from how we think and, and what we do. And I find for myself, um, breathing is especially important for me. And, you know, I, when I get in bed at night, one of the things that I do is focus on my breathing and, and focus on slowing it down. And I think four things four words, I think, love, peace, joy, and sleep, <laughs> because I want to get to sleep. So just removing the focus from all the chatter in my head, and focusing on different words that are in themselves calming. If I think the word peace, the mind tells my body what to do, and my body starts to go, Oh, yes. Now, the first time you do it, it, it may not be so helpful. But again, like any habit, the more we do it, the more uh, quickly we can calm our body down. And today on my treadmill, I don't know if you've heard of this, Christine, but John Tesh, I had the radio on and John Tesh is on Jewel Radio. And he said, one of the ways to release stress and anxiety is to focus on the forehead. 
and focus on it not being furrowed or you know squinting or whatever just focus on the forehead and relax it and that sends messages to the body to calm down have you ever heard of that i think you would love to meet havening techniques yeah How about i'll just lead you i'll explain self-havening process to you and our viewers sure and I'll share my self-havening worksheet that I adapted for my colleague, Dr. Kate Troit, with you and with every viewer that asks me about it. Havening is a new psychosensory technique that helps to calm down the amygdala, where anxiety and stress get stored. And I call EMDR on, on steroids, breathing on steroids. Okay. It is awesome. It has three basic moves. It seems simple but it works try it so one is just like washing your hands but in about one second and do it in a way like you had a glass pearl between your hands that you don't want to crush just gentle and relax your shoulders and normally it goes underneath the monitor with the camera i just show it all on top of the camera but it's important to relax the shoulders so that's the first move and the Second interval is important because that tells the brain the frequency to vibrate in, which are delta waves in this case. The second move is to kind of hug yourself and pat you from the shoulders down to the elbows. And it feels soothing and relaxing. And the third move is, I, I, I got that when you talked about the forehead, it's like washing your face. You could start in the forehead and you wash your face like you have, like you wash it with, and I've took, to always take my glasses off because it's very important not to forget the region around your eyes and the cheeks. Yeah. These are the most sensitive areas and many people get the most benefit of havening by doing this. Mm. But mm -hmm. you can do it anywhere, just put your hands under the thing and do it like yeah. Yeah, wow. While you're doing it, you can actually do a little love and kindness meditation. Yes. Let us just use the words that you used and do it. Love. May I be have joyful. May I be peaceful. May I be, what was the other? Sleepy. Love, loving and sleepy. May I be loving. May I be joyful. May I be peaceful, may I be sleepy. May I be loving, may I be peaceful, may I be loving, may I be sleepy. And you can repeat that five times. Mm. You think of somebody you really love mm. that cares for you, that you care for and directed towards him or her. May mm. they be joyful, may they be peaceful, may they be loving, may they be sleepy too unless mm -hmm. they're driving <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're in the same time zone yeah <laughs> if it's comfortable for you use the move that you want and then extend it to somebody that you're neutral to and uh, there's a whole sense that and if you feel like it you can even extend it to somebody that you don't particular like that you bullied you and say may he or they be happy may he or she be joyful may he or she be peaceful and may he or she be sleepy <laughs> for a hundred years no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
And then I always extend it to the universe and all people on this earth. Maybe all be loving, maybe all be peaceful, maybe all be joyful, and maybe all sleep well at night. And you do that five times each time, and haven your face, your arms, and your your hands. And then I show a oh, big ah oh, deep breath in and out. How do you feel? Yeah. Absolutely, it calms it calms the system down because you know we're we're systems. We have a physical body which is a system, and we have a mind which is also a system, and they're they're connected. So I that's love actually the only technique that's proven by a neuroscience background. And they have a website www.havening.org you can learn more about havening find a practitioner a certified like myself that can lead you to the more advanced techniques of havening which help with ptsd anxiety phobias and even depression it's fascinating it's a great modality i'm glad i'm i'm actually the first certified havening techniques practitioner in atlantic canada i hope there will be soon more it's yeah. a great technique yeah well, when you're doing the face, I was reminded, you know, when I'm with my grandchildren, and even when my son was young, I would do this on their cheeks, and it would just, it still does, every child. We, we do it intuitively. Want. What do we do with a baby? We exactly, exactly. We need physical contact. We yeah. need intimacy. And if yes. we have nobody, if I'm fortunate, I have a husband, I can get as much as I want. But some people are very lonely and at least they can do self-haven. It really helps. Yeah, That's it's like helps. it's like self-soothing. Yeah, it is. So again, you know, you're referring to don't look outside, don't don't sit home and say, uh, oh, I'm alone and I, you know, I, I want a hug. Well, you know, it's not quite the same as getting a hug from somebody else, but it's helpful, just the same. The second best option if you can't get that and can't afford a massage, which is very soothing too. Mm. If you can find one here during COVID, which is a possibility out there to go out. But mm. uh, Sheila, I really love when you mentioned take your power back. That's so important. Well, I, I know I was, oh my gosh, how old was I? I was probably about 45 when I, when I got kind of this message from the universe. And as soon as I, I, I heard, kind of heard it, it was like, oh my gosh, my whole life, I have been giving my power away. You know, I've been giving it to my boss, I've been giving it to my parents, I've been giving it to, you know, to everybody and everything. And it was the cause of my anxiety. It was that simple that I was, I was kind of blaming everybody for um, how I was uh, coping and feeling. So, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, Sheila, to wrap it up, we are pretty much at the end of our time. It's amazing to talk with you as always. Thank you so much for coming on today. How can viewers reach you if they want to work with you because your energy is very calm and soothing? Oh, thank you so much. And I'd like to mention that 
Christine says, how about a do, doing a one minute video with me? And I'm not sure how long this video has been, but I think it's 10, 15 minutes by now, but it was yes. so worth it. Well, and that speaks to, to your skill as an interviewer and as a listener. So thank you so much. Um, I can be reached at www.thebigyes.com. And uh, I love to work with people who are especially interested in connecting with their divine self, their higher self, uh, because there's, we all come wired with so much wisdom. And we, again, get mired down in the programming that you mentioned, you know, what we should do, and thinking that we don't have answers when in fact we, 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 we are wired with, with innate spiritual wisdom. And uh, I love people to help people connect with that. So thank you, Christine. Thank you, Sheila. Love you. Love all that watch said. If you have any comments or questions, type them below. Uh, I'll put your email uh, and uh, now your, your website below and I put my website below so they can contact whoever they want. Beautiful. Thank you, my dear. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Happy havening. <laughs>